You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Marcus and Eddie. Eddie and Marcus. Let's go. We're the Average Sports Guys. This is episode 59. 59. Yeah, so we missed last week. Um, had a lot going on. Yep. Um, we wanted to get in a Super Bowl episode. We were going to break down mm-hmm. all the all the eats, all the, all the drinks, all the you know all the festivities. What we yeah. thought about commercials, halftime shows, etc. Mm-hmm. But you know, life happens, right? And there's some things that are just more important than that. Yep. Having said that, um, Marcus and I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. And well, let's just get into the score. So the Buccaneers beat the Kansas City Chiefs uh, 31 to 9. It, it was a shellacking. It was a shellacking. Um, man, what like. It, it, mm, for, I, for me, I think what was the most disappointing just overall before we get into like too deep into the details was the lack of adjustments on the chief side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it. I want to say they didn't try, but at the end of the day, when you have when you're losing both your when you lose both your starting tackles on offense, yeah, it, 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 there's there's not much you can do, and especially if they're, I mean, facing a front four that is top five in the league. If you ask me, bro, they were able to rush with four. <laughs> do you know, like effectively rushing with four, you could drop everybody else back in coverage, right? And you keep a spy on Pat, yep. You know to make sure he's not going to run free, right? And that's what essentially what they did. Like they did, they were able to force him to bounce out straight to the sideline mm-hmm. with to pick up minimal gains. Now he was able to pick up a couple first downs. Right. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's going right. to make plays, but they. I mean, that was textbook rushing with four. I mean, they they blitzed a couple times, but mm-hmm. I mean to to get home with four. I mean, it's like you said, they're down two starting offensive linemen. You're going to feel that. Oh, for sure. You know, um, I mean, they were they were in his face early and often, mm-hmm. disrupted his timing, hurried him up. Um, it, it just poor Pat, man. Yeah, I mean, I was I was hoping he would have repeated. You know, well, oh for sure. Um, because you know he would have been what the first quarterback since two thousand four. It was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady um, to win back to back? So I mean, and it's crazy how everybody just says ah, next year. Like getting yeah. to the Super Bowl is just the easiest thing on earth. It's it's hard because you have contracts to manage. You have yep. people wanting to leave and and as far as coaching and uh right. seek other opportunities and grow and things like that. Yep. Like it's injuries. Hard. injuries, it's hard to maintain, mm-hmm. especially in the NFL uh, football league with a with a hard cap and everything. Like it's yeah. hard to retain people. So yeah. Um. Overall, I, I thought the Super Bowl was a dud. It was a dud and. For for me, another point that bugged the crap out of me. Let's just get let's just get into it. Um, the first half with these refs, man. I can't <laughs> remember another Super Bowl. Kill me. <laughs> you killing me, man? Right. Like I don't remember a Super Bowl where the refs were really that involved. involved. Yeah. Like crazy. Like that's what everybody was tweeting about. Like literally like ex players, oh, fans, yeah. 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 I mean, coaches, it, you name it. They were tweeting. They're like, what's what is this? It's crazy because we were sitting there and I looked at you, I'm like, man, that was suspect. 
And then I was like, eh, okay, maybe whatever, you know, they'll, they'll settle down. Nope. Through another flight. And then I'm just like, okay, the fix is in. Right. I, I think you said it first. You like the fix is in. The fix is in. And then, then I, I started getting texts from people. <laughs> it was like, are you seeing this? And I was like, man, listen, I was like, this is going to be a long day. This Super Bowl was just as boring to me as the Bronco Seahawks one. Bronco Seahawks or even the Rams one. Oh, that was boring. That was super boring. That so, was boring. So you yeah, know it's I, you you know it's bad when you sit there and there's a game changing play like an interception, and then not even a half a second later, you see yellow coming out the woodwork, and I'm just yeah. like, You gotta be kidding me, dude. Yeah, it, it was terrible. <laughs> like those those pass interference calls that they called on on the Chiefs, the, like two two of those that were pushing off, blatantly pushing off right. by Evans. Yep, I'm like, come on, uh, it, it was terrible. Now somebody must have got in the ref's cheeks because <laughs> it seems like the second half they, they kind of like relax, but yeah. I kind of think the damage was done at that point for sure. Um, yeah, I, again, like like you and I were talking about during the game and and even before we started recording, it's like you. You can't draw. I mean, you just saw uncharacteristic um, things from the Chiefs. Like right. Tyree Kill dropped that ball in the end zone. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he had a, a drive killing um, incomplete pass. Like it was in his hands and just dropped. And it, there was other missed opportunities. For sure. So it just, I think, I think part of it too, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of us had so much hype put on this Super Bowl for many reasons. Right. There's the Brady aspect. Is he going to get a seventh ring? Yep. There's the Patrick Mahomes aspect of is he going to be the first to go back-to-back Super Bowl since 04, Tom Brady. Right. Um, there's the the goat versus baby goat and all that other stupid crap. I, mm-hmm. I, I hated the goat baby goat thing. But anyway, I'm, right. just, I'm just a pessimist. But um, so and then two, I mean, Kansas City's offense is just deadly, right? It is. And so is the Buccaneers, especially as of late. Like the last five weeks of the season, Tampa Bay has just come alive. And and their defense was just shut down. I was you just, know what I mean? I I was, mean? They were just shutting people down. I was just about to say that. I think the MVP of that Super Bowl was the Bucks defense. Hell yeah. Like, shout out to that middle linebacker, White. White. Oh, that, that dude got busy yes but he i mean watching him all year right just like whenever they were on like primetime games or whatever and it's like you just watch this dude and you're just like he's nasty this dude is like what almost 300 pounds worth of muscle and he's running down running backs yeah it was like he ran down clyde edwards lair and killed him i'm like oh no (laughs) and and then on, on top of that like he he's He's irritating to me to listen to, right? Uh, because he's not on my team, <laughs> but I can respect like Buccaneers fans, right? They probably love the dude, oh for and, sure, and because you know it's just like it's just his 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 demeanor, like but absolutely. You, but that's what you want, because I mean I'm sure there's people who are like uh, sick of hearing Chase Young talk, right? Right. But for me, I'm like, hey, the kid could talk all day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean <laughs> that's you, the thing. It's you want like, your defensive players to have a screw loose. Speaking of screws loose, Tyron Matthew, dude. Oh, yeah. Bro. I almost forgot about that. Like, dude just kept jawing at Brady. And I said this um, to my girlfriend's uh, dad the other day. And I was like, look, man, you can jaw at Brady when you're touching him. Because that's one of those things that most quarterbacks don't like. But especially Tom Brady, if he's getting hit. 
But if you're not getting to them, if you're not getting home, all you're going to do is make it worse on your secondary. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure that they were mic'd up somewhere. Oh, um, for sure. It's been a crazy week for me, uh, for, for work, just been super busy. Right. So I haven't had time to like try to pull the audio, but, um, but you know, you just see him running after him, like <laughs> pointing in his face and, and then Tom Brady's like jawing at him and, yeah. and, and all that stuff. But, um, I think honestly, next year, I do feel like teams are going to be able to start getting to Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, Shout out to Tom Brady, right? I've I've made it very clear that I I I effing hate the dude. Um, Clearly, I don't know him personally, so I don't truly hate him. But I just I just think you know the tables turn on on the good ones, right? Everybody was tired of the Patriots dynasty. He goes Mm -hmm. to the Buccaneers, and everybody's like, eh. You know, we I think we kind of both picked them to like early in the season. Right, and we reevaluated our picks, and we kind of switched to Green Bay, mm-hmm. or at least I know I did, um, because I would say like what five six weeks in, they just weren't looking like they were about to be a Super Bowl team. They really weren't. Um, a lot of things weren't clicking. Like um, Fournette had stone hands up until the last what six four to six weeks of the season, mm-hmm. including the Super Bowl. I'm like this dude. Like I said the other day, like this dude went to Walmart, found some hands, and been cooking ever since. Yeah. So. Uh, it it they just got hot at the right time. We say it every year. Like there's just certain teams that yeah. can get hot at the right time, and that's exactly what the what the Bucks did. Yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing. I mean, look look at it in different sports, right? Um, mm-hmm. The Capitals a couple years ago when when they won the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, it's just puck luck, right? It, yep. It's just like everything bounced your way. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Nationals the following year. I mean, we were what nineteen and. 31 mm-hmm. and turned everything around Flipped and ended it. up winning a uh, world series. Yep. So yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there are the good teams, the great teams, a la Kansas city. You mm-hmm. don't accidentally get to the super bowl twice in a row. Right. And they had a chance to basically go three times in a row. If old boy didn't line up off sides in AFC championship game, don't remember uh, Brady's last year that he was with um, Tampa Bay. Uh, the Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, and then the also that um the interception that got called back in the end zone that they flipped. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. So there was I mean it was a couple of things, but yeah, they they definitely could have like you said, won three times in a row. So Yeah. Um, you know, so so there's teams like that. Um you know, that are always going to constantly make a run. But, I mean, think about the year that you guys won, mm-hmm. right? Not saying you guys were out of it. You guys were, what, 13-3 and three that year? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you guys had a heck of a year. But when Wentz went out, nobody knew what Foles was going to be able to do. Yeah. But he played within the system. Yep. Everything went your guys' way. Mm-hmm. And you guys were able to get to the Super Bowl and yep. beat the Patriots. So, there we go. Um, but, yeah, so, like I said, I'm just tired of seeing Brady there. But, I mean – Listen, seven seven rings. He himself has more rings than any other organization as a whole. So that's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. Um, Can't refute the goat com- conversation. No, um, for sure. Like, now I saw some people say he's the greatest athlete of all time. I say cool your heels. Because relax, he's, he's, dude. Yeah, I would say the greatest winner. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But definitely not the greatest athlete. Athlete, stop it. No, <laughs> cut it. There, out. there, there are linemen. That are more athletic than, than he Tom is, Brady. right? So I would stop at that. But yeah, I think he's clearly the greatest quarterback mm-hmm. we've seen. Oh, for sure, ever. 
most decorated for Abs- sure. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, he gave him his props for sure. I don't absolutely. take anything away from him. It was cool to see Gronk got two touchdowns. He did. He definitely did. Um, shout out to him for his comeback because, you know, he was like when he retired the first time, like dude was banged up. Like yeah, you could was. tell he was like you could tell like even in the interviews after the fact, this dude was 100 percent like there's no way in hell I'm coming back because, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was the whole conversation around, you know, he was getting sick and tired of, you know, yes, he's big and strong and everything, but everybody was attacking his knees, 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 oh, knees, yeah. knees, knees. Yeah, they were lighting him up. It was lighting his man up and he just couldn't take it anymore. And mm-hmm. then and then homeboy goes to Tampa Bay and he's like, yeah, I might want to hang out with you out there. I lost some weight. I can catch some passes. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. So, yep. So that completely puts a bow on the 2020 season. Yeah. Again, the Buccaneers win 31 to 9 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Did you see any of that um their little boat parade stuff today? Oh, where he threw the uh yeah, Lombardi truck yeah, from one <laughs> boat to the next. And you know, Gronk being Gronk, he's just a big ass kid. Oh, for so, sure, partying it up, man. Yeah, man. But I mean, they were out there having a good time. For Hopefully sure. everybody stay safe. I feel like we're going to get a new uh COVID variant, the <laughs> the Tampa Bay variant, you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's on the way. Oh, for sure. It's on the way. I thought it was pretty cool. They had what 7,500 fully vaccinated frontline workers that, that were able to attend and like each team around the league got to pick like four, which is great Four people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I thought love that was it. pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, Oh, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the halftime show. So I personally thought it effing sucked. I know you didn't have quite that strong of an opinion. It was all right. I mean, that, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it wasn't like Adam Levine level bad, but it was, yeah, it, I mean, bad. they, they did what they could. I mean, there's rumors out there. I don't know if it's truth or not. Allegedly that, um, the weekend actually put up like seven mil of his own money to even make it even a better show than what it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I did, I did hear that he put up some money. I mean, there's that. And then, they had me until the dude showed up what it looked like like they had draws on their face. Oh, jock straps. And, uh, the jock straps. I was just like, you know what? You know I, and you lost me. I don't I don't I don't know what to tell you, fam. Um <laughs> you getting getting a little weird on me. And then the dude was fighting with the uh with the cameraman in the in the mirror room and I was like, All right, so Didn't we, that look like a Puff Daddy and Mace video? It definitely looked like a Puff Daddy and Mace video. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Mo money, mo problems. I said, Let's go. <laughs> But then it just got weird, like, it just turned into a whole, like, how I look at, you know, a pot pie or some nachos or some cheese dip in the microwave. In the microwave, yeah. <laughs> and the joint just spinning. Yeah. And I'm cheesing. That's exactly what it looked like. So, yeah. um, I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't the best halftime show, but it Not definitely it definitely could have been better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I punted on the commercials. Those were terrible. <laughs> oh, awful. Um, and, I mean, there was a lot of companies that chose to not. Um, you know, dump a bunch of money into a bunch of Super Bowl commercials this year. Right. Um, Budweiser being one of them, I think they were mm-hmm. pretty much allocating funds to like the COVID vaccination, like education stuff, and right? Things like that. Um, so commercials were down. The game itself was not really entertaining, and then the halftime show for me was just a bit weird and creepy. Right. I think the highlight of the Super Bowl was old boy that went streaking down the field. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, yeah, and apparently he put allegedly he like he put a bet up 
for yep. like if there was a streaker and he battled himself and he actually did it. Yeah, so it was like a thousand dollars to get himself out of jail, but he won three hundred and seventy four grand. Right. So it's like <laughs> I'll take that all day. Right. More than quarter of a million dollars. I'll take that. Yeah, but what was weird is when they like he was he was juking everybody on oh, the field. For sure. But then when 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 the dude tackled him at the goal line because he slid, <laughs> um I was first of all thinking like unnecessary roughness hit to the head. <laughs> and then, and then and then the dude like flew in late, right? So then yeah. there's another flag for for a late hit. But he dove right right into the man's cheeks. I was like, what are we doing? It was just yeah, that, was, that requires an investigation. Yeah, I was like, man, the Super Bowl is supposed to be a family show. I said, what's going on? What's going on? I sent the kids to bed. No, um, yeah. So the, for sure. So that 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 was. Um, I think I think that was my highlight. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, Hopefully next year is better, right? Uh, you, but you, I mean, to me, to, but to, to me, so the last thing I'll say is, even if Kansas City put up a hell of a game and then losses by three or seven, or like it was intense towards the end, I think that would have been that would have been better. But like I said, the game was over early. Uh, one more thing. So there's a reason why uh i'm wearing my morgan state hoodie you know it's february black history month mm-hmm. um shout out to ab for being the first black or one of the first black receivers to do to act up the way that he did get suspended cut up like eight times get cut from like five <laughs> different teams end up in the super bowl and actually get a ring, dude. Right. I think he's the first one to, to get cut, shoot a music video, join another squad. That dude's a hot mess. And it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, crazy. Um, it just it just goes to show if you if you have the talent, <laughs> teams teams are just put up the, with. They'll look the other way. Not even teams, but the league. Hey, man, like. I, I'm trying to figure out how they how they kept that man sane. I mean, did he have the like you know the little pillbox where he like as soon as he stepped into the facility, he's like, "Hey man, take your meds, fam." Yeah, I think I think Bruce Arians <laughs> met him in the parking lot. It was feeding him pills on his way in to calm his ass down. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what they do. Uh, crazy. Shout, I mean, shout out to them, and then plus two, I think I think Antonio Brown knew um, this is truly it. Yeah, this is it, dude. You know, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, and and he scored a touchdown. In the Super That's Bowl. what I'm saying. So. Like, shout out to you know Black History Month. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's switch over and do some team news. A little bit of NFL news. We'll get into some fan questions and we'll wrap up the show. But we'll be right back. Hey, people, it's Eddie and Marcus here from the Average Sports Guys podcast. Are you looking for screen printed shirts or hoodies? Maybe you need embroidered polos, hats, or beanies. If so, check out our guys over at Full Color Prints LLC, located in Chantilly, Virginia. Yeah, head over to FullColorPrintsDC.com or find them on Instagram at DMV T-Shirt Guys and support your local business. With over 15 years of experience, there's no wonder they're still in business and they're sure to meet your satisfaction. The average sports guys have used them and you should too. All right, we are back. So let's get into NFL news. So the day before the Super Bowl, which was Saturday, they had the NFL honors. Yeah. Um, man, Washington took a, took home some hardware. <laughs> uh, well, so let's get into it, right? So MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. No surprise. Nope. Dude balled out. He had a great year. Um, offensive player of the year was Derrick Henry. Yeah. Had to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, 
I don't think I'll really contest that one. Nah, grown no. man among. Yeah, men. yeah. Had to give it to him. Yep. Now this next one, I have I have issue with. Oof. And that's defensive player of the year, which was Aaron Donald. Right. Which okay, that's fine. I I mean he's he's clearly is a great player, phenomenal player, but I really think they missed the boat with T.J. Watt. Right, and like we were talking about before we came back on, it's like I halfway called that a few weeks ago because mm-hmm. this dude was like balling. Yeah, always around the football. So I mean, what did he lead the league in every statistical category except for one? Except like I think Aaron Donald had had him beat, and I forgot exactly which one it was. It was but. something dumb, but literally every statistical category, and he didn't speak out on it. It was JJ that, that yeah uh, came I did. out and said, "He's like my brother's never going to say this, but I'm going to speak for him." Yeah. My brother should have been defensive player of the year, and here's why. Here's why, right? Yeah, I did. I did glance over that tweet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought. I thought they screwed up on that one big time for sure. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, no surprise. It's Washington's own Chase Young. That's a, that's a grown man. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully, he can continue to grow. Yeah, you know. And, I, I hope and not. Get better. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah. Nah, man. I need you to stop lifting. Just, right. just, just, just cut it out. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So, so Chase Young takes home that one. So offensive rookie of the year was Justin Herbert. Yep. Um, that was a good pick too. It was a good you pick. Know. You know, we, you know, we said that. You know, what two weeks ago it would have been Justin Jefferson, but it's like it's hard to argue those thirty touchdowns, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, like I said, I largely didn't have an issue with that. Well, nah. really, I didn't have an issue with that one at all. No. Like I said, the biggest one that stuck out to me was just a defensive uh, player of the year. Right. I just didn't, I just absolutely did not agree with that one. Um, comeback player of the year, no surprise. Alex Smith, how could you not give it to him? They yeah, would have burned down the whole show if he didn't get it. Yeah, so I guess there was, like, so for the votes, I think, like, he got 42 and then Ben Roethlisberger got one. Who who was the one? That's what everybody was saying. Uh, who's was who's like, that guy? They were like, point him out. Yeah, who's that? Who's that spiteful jerk? Yeah, and so I was reading a bunch of uh, uh, like tweets and stuff from like Steelers Twitter, <laughs> if you will, and they were like, you know, pretty much, I don't give a damn what Alex went through. Ben Ben had the the elbow injury, and and that's not your leg that was about to fall off, yeah. and you could have died, fam. Like, right. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, wait, seventeen surgeries, infections, infections. He almost lost his life, then almost lost his leg, and then they said he would never play. Myself included, was like, there's no way. And then he made it possible. So sit down with the Ben Roethlisberger crap in his little dumbass elbow like, at the end of his career. And not only that, he doesn't have to wear like eight compression socks on top of a brace to even be able to walk. No, like if Ben Roethlisberger wore a short sleeve shirt. Everything's fine. <laughs> Alex Smith literally looks like a great white shark attacked his leg. Essentially, yeah. So Crazy. it's like simmer down. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Uh, so he wins that one. Walter mm-hmm. Payton Man of the Year Award goes to Russell Wilson. Russie Russ. And Coach of the Year goes to uh, Kevin Stefanski out of Cleveland. You have to give it to him because the yeah. Browns have been a dumpster fire for how many years? Ever. Ever so it's like anytime they have a, a winning season and they yeah. actually look somewhat like a threat and they actually look like a legitimate threat right now, right? Um, you how could you not give them that award? So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I didn't have any issues with that. And then mm. the assistant coach of the year goes to the Bills' offensive coordinator Brian Dable. 
Dabble. You have to. I mean, with the acquisition of. I thought, I thought he called a great season. The acquisition of Stefan Diggs, which oh, obviously yeah. opened up the back end of most defenses. Um, Singletary getting loose. And then Josh Allen, dude. Yeah. Like, it was like a, a switch flipped where this kid was just lighting things up. And mm-hmm. and then naturally you forget about his running ability, his ability to scramble and create plays off script. So, um, shout out to Dabble, man. Like, he earned it for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely not taking anything away from that. So NFL news, man. It's just more trade rumors. Um, obviously, all the talking heads on the the national networks mm-hmm. are starting to put their little mock drafts together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this player's going here and there, and then, like I said, all the all the quarterback drama. Russell Wilson got thrown into the QB trade mix. Did you hear his comments? Pretty much, I basically, I think it started with his like representation, whether it's his agent or somebody, right. who's pretty much just saying like Seattle needs to, you know, build that offensive line mm-hmm. because Russ is just taking too many hits. And I guess Russ talked to the media, yeah, and he pretty much acknowledged like, yeah, I'm yeah tired I just, of getting I've hit, been getting hit too much. Yeah. And then I I saw something on ESPN before we started recording. And something something to the effect of Russell Wilson was like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they've gotten calls. I don't know if I'm available uh, for trade, but that's a Seahawks question. Oh, for sure. So I'd be frustrated, too, man. Yeah. Like, hey, man, like literally I'm doing like like him and Pat Mahomes. Like they just it gets to the point where you're just like, hey, man, fix this so I can continue to play. Before I retire earlier than I want to, because I love the game of football, mm-hmm. or force my way off of your team, or exactly because I'm not I'm not taking another snap because you chose to not fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. My guess is nothing. I think right. I think they'll 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 figure something out. Um, Next vote picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that's so. Russell Wilson fam. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I'll take him. I mean Washington still needs a quarterback. <laughs> Um, and then obviously there's the news about, um, uh, Carson Wentz and those trade rumors. I don't know if you just want to hold that off for Eagles news and updates. I'll hold that off for Eagles news and updates, but I would be remiss if we did not talk about the pro football hall of fame class of 2021. Oh, let's get into it, man. So we had Calvin Johnson Mm. who like Megatron who just, who wanted to, you know, win so bad and was just that security blanket for Matt Stafford for so yeah. long and you you couldn't you couldn't guard this man and he was just that much of a problem. Yeah. Watching him play. Um young receivers, you know, coming up, watch his tape. Um Oh yeah. There's Tom Flores, um Alan what Fancia, John Lynch, Peyton Manning. You knew he was getting in. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um Drew Pearson, um, Charles Woodson, mm-hmm. about doggone. I mean, it's Charles Woodson, dude. Like the dude was a pick specialist, right? Uh, that's that's just what he did with the Raiders. Like you, yep. you throw it his way, it's it's going the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was a, honestly it was just a legit uh, Hall of Fame class. Um, there's there's reasons why these guys got in. You know, I was just for me it was Calvin Johnson. Yeah, um, and how and watching how emotional he got, you know, oh, yeah, after yeah. finally getting in because I mean that many years of losing <laughs> with the Lions, yeah, and then not really doing much, and then the ownership's like, nah, man, we 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 ain't letting you go nowhere, and we're gonna keep these rights till the to the end of time type thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, shout out to him. It was it was a good go. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know 
they, you know, everybody keeps trying to compare DK to Megatron. There's so, only one Megatron fan, right? This man is a, this man got a whole name of a Transformer. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do, right? DK yeah. might like, I guess, I guess muscle tone maybe, but as far as hands and route running and his ability just to dominate the game, there's like little, there's very few receivers that. There was literally nothing you could do. The ball goes up, he's coming down with it. And yeah. one of those receivers is Calvin Johnson. I'm sorry. Yeah, and plus just just remembering the mega So so I think I think like life is set up now right. uh, for recency effect, right? Recency so it's, bias. It's, it's like what have you done for me lately? Right. And it's so it's like, you know, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years plus removed from the game, it's like you almost forget. Right. And until somebody says some stupid shit like that, like, oh, you know, D- DK could be the next Megatron, you know. But yeah. to me, Megatron, he just was so fluid. Right. You know. Oh, and, for sure. And he just, I mean, he had it all. I mean, he had the size, he had the hands, he had the speed, he could get up, he could body you out of position. For sure. So, yeah. Just, um, just don't say anything dumb like that, because you'll definitely get laughed out the barbershop. <laughs> Please now, don't. Now, clearly, that's this was what uh, DK's second season, right? So, I mean, he's got time to develop into something great. I mean, he's to me, I think he's good. He's good. But, he's he's definitely good. But he's got he's got a ways to go. That's, I mean, Calvin Johnson's that's a that's a mountain, dude. Yeah, man. So I wonder. I wonder now. Well, COVID stuff. I wonder if they're going to do the induction um, ceremony like they normally do, right? And that's what. Before the Hall of Fame game, mm-hmm. since in like August. Yep. So I mean, they have time. Hopefully, more and more people can get vaccinated by then. Yeah. Um, and these numbers come down because mm-hmm. I always do like watching those. Um, oh, for sure. The speeches because are some of the speeches are are real good, mm-hmm. moving, touching, yep. um, inspirational, like Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh yeah. Like hearing his speech and the NFL Network will still play clips of it because it's very relevant for today. Right. You know. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um. Yeah. So. Like I said, news news around the league. It's just just the the quarterback rumor mill. Who's going where? Um, who's giving up what? But what did happen? This is a blockbuster trade, man. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> so Kings. the Lions traded Matt Stafford not to my Washington football team, but to the Los Angeles Rams for a king's ransom. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So I don't look at it like it was that bad. So it was two first round picks and a third, right? So the first round picks are 2022, 2023, and then this year's third. So I'm like, eh, okay. Now, some can argue Stafford's on like the back nine of his career. Right. You know, maybe he's got a solid two to three years left, some say four or five. Um, All I know is they better keep him healthy. You know what I mean? Not saying giving up two first round picks, you know, for a good player is nothing, but the Rams infinitely got better. Right. You got rid of Jared Goff. You got rid of that contract. Right. So he goes to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Stafford goes to LA. Um, with that defense that they have, I think their offense is going to be just as good. Right. Now, the thing is in Detroit, Stafford's really never had a legit run game for mm-hmm. long periods of time. I think he's going to get that in Los Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. So he's not going to – everything is not just going to be on him. Right. Right. So he's going to have help. He's going to have a good complement of receivers. I think they could use another one, like probably somebody who could stretch the field. Um, 
And then, like I said, as long as that run game stays good, right. bro, they're they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be dangerous. But this is a risky move. Like, oh, of course. Like, think of this. So they traded two firsts, two seconds, and a third in 2016 with oh, yeah, the Titans to get Jared Goff, right? Yeah. And then you're mortgaging another three picks to get Matt Stafford, and like you said, in the in the back few years of his career, if this dude gets hurt. Yeah. Man, so you better be doggone sure that offensive line is tight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but oh, but if he can stay healthy, oh, it's totally worth it because he is going to dismantle squads next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're giving him a full complement of receivers because he's always used to having like one, two, and then like an okay co- uh, running back, right? With a semi okay line, but now he has a a decent line. A whole stable of, of of wide receivers and acres at running back. That man's mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. So and then a brilliant offensive mind in uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. So it's like they're they're in win now mode. Period. Um, your yeah. defense is stout. You're there. You just needed a a quarterback. And, and I get it. It's better to be ahead of the game when it comes to trades, moves. You know, making your team better than behind the eight ball. And I feel, I mean, obviously they, they felt like they hit a ceiling with Jared Goff mm-hmm. and they had to move on from, from them. Is it going to be worth it? I mean, time will tell, but overall, um, for right now, for what they could be, I can't say I hate the move, but I'm definitely cautious moving into next season. They better, they better put bubble wrap on this man going out into the field. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, um, any, any, anything's a risk, right? Right. You know, um, I, I can't fault them because I wouldn't have been mad Um, if Washington did it. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, some, some will argue, Oh, you, you know, you, you got to save your draft picks. You got to do this. You got to do that. There's no guarantee. Yeah. You know, there's no guarantee a la RG3. Right. We traded, talk about King's Ransom, we mortgaged our future <laughs> for that guy. And it got him hurt. Well, he got himself hurt, got but me. you get my point. Like, yeah, I understand. Did not pan out. And then he was gone, and we rolled with Kirk Cousins for a couple of seasons, who we had gotten Kirk in, in, in the later round. So it's like. Kirk on Kirk? Yeah. But then you look at, say, like a Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. He wasn't drafted in the first round. Fourth. He, developed and became a good player so people put a lot of stock in these first round draft picks rightfully so right i'm not taking any of that away but to just simply act like your first round pick was about to get you to the promised land it probably wasn't nah there's a reason you're picking in the top 10 yeah yeah (laughs) and and that's the thing and so it's like let's just say for the sake of argument it comes down to trading away three firsts for watson so three firsts and i don't know like a third or something right i'm doing it because he's a proven player right he's still young clearly so that's the added incentive right but you gotta think we we should have won more games in seven right right so but i'm not gonna argue wins losses Mm -hmm. we won the division Mm -hmm. top one of the top defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. We have some decent offensive pieces. You oh, definitely sure. need a quarterback and yes. you go out and get yourself a tight end and like a uh, wide receiver, something like that. Um, and now you become a more complete team just that fast. Now you're a legitimate contender. So those picks are worth it. You want to know why? Because those picks that you're giving away for the next couple seasons, Houston, they're going to, 
they're going to be late round picks. Right. Because yeah. you're higher on the, you I mean you're lower right. on the draft board because you're winning now. Right. And yep. that's and that's my point. So it's not it's everybody's like, oh, you're just giving away first round draft picks and, and this and that. And and I'm just like, if yes, you're legit, yes and no. If bro. you're legit one piece away, like a quarterback, it's not going to mean much because you're getting the top, essentially the top of the bottom half of talent. Right. Coming out of, of college. So it's like, I mean, is it really, is, is that one player really going to be that much of a, effect, have that much of an effect on your team? Maybe, but more than likely not because your team is already set. So, right. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And, and again, it's all about philosophy, right? I give you that. For Every sure. team values certain things differently. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the damn Patriots. They seem like they trade away shit all the time. Right. And, and, you know, look at the success that they've had. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean that's what the trade was. So what the trade was, and Stafford goes to L.A. And before you L.A. fans jump down my throat, I, I mean I was being facetious earlier. I mean, if there's if there's a quarterback that can be the embodiment of toughness, we know it's Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Like this dude's had back surgery, still wanted to play, like busted his arm, and still went out and 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 completing passes. Like he's a tough dude. But my point mainly was, you know, everybody has a breaking point. So yeah. Yep, for sure. There we go. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll be following uh leading up to free agency in March. Let's uh, go. Where where players are gonna go mm-hmm. and and what's gonna happen and then obviously draft stuff. So starting next week, Marcus and I we're gonna identify so we're gonna write down all thirty two teams. Marcus and I are each going to figure out or just kind of give our opinion on what that particular each particular team uh, is position of needs are. Yep. And we're going to talk about them. And then if there's any, you know, prospects, draft draft prospects that, you know, kind of jump out at us that would fit, you know, with that particular team, then then we'll say it now, whether it becomes a reality or not. I, I doubt it. Usually it doesn't. Um, and then uh, we'll play draft gurus. Coming up in early April, leading up to the draft, Facts. we will give our mock drafts like we did what last year. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. It, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? for sure. So we'll, we'll we'll do some of those things, and then each week, um, Marcus and I will pick a couple teams off of that thirty-two team list, for sure. I- identify their needs, talk about it, figure out how they can get better. Um, and again, you know, we'll give our opinions on that. Right. So before we end the show, let's. Uh, Get into team news. Marcus, you can start with your Eagles and tell us what's going on in Philadelphia. Yeah, I got a few things. So, news coming out of Philly. Um, Obviously, you know, the biggest thing is the huge uh, Wentz trade market. Um, At this point, it's cooled off a little bit because apparently after the uh, Matt Stafford trade, they want what I keep calling the King's Ransom. They want two firsts and a a third for Wentz. It's it's (laughs) nuts. Um, yeah, right. But f- rumors out there um, and reports out there are saying that, you know, the Bears offered uh, a first rounder, which was the 20th pick, and then uh, mm-hmm. Tyreek Cohen or um, or Nick Foles or something like that or whatever. Um, I would have took that and ran with it because um, if you trade Wentz and then you have the 6th and the 20th, I mean, you you could definitely come up off that, mm-hmm. um, especially with the needs that we need at like you could have get you could have gotten uh, Jamar Chase at six and then picked up a linebacker at twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. There's that, um, and then also another factor as to Rent Wentz wanting to leave was his relationship with Howie Roseman. He's been in contact with Sirianni. He's been in contact with um, various coaches, um, various uh, front office staff members, the owner. It's just that he has a, a bad taste in his mouth for Howie Roseman. And 
in my opinion, rightfully so, because this guy sucks at drafting, especially offensive receiver talent. So um, with that being said, um, hopefully we can move him soon before his trade stock drops even more. Um, but just getting into more. Um, Which is why you better hope Russell Wilson trade stuff doesn't <laughs> heat up and become reality because. Yeah, it's over at that yeah, point. Yeah, I would say you're going to get a bag of chips and, and a Capri Sun for, <laughs> for Carson Wentz. Basically. Um, and I'm just going to quickly run through some more coaching hires. So Nick Sirianni, uh, obviously. Uh, was our head coach Shane Strike uh, Steichen was uh, a loss uh, was the uh, L.A. Chargers offensive coordinator in mm-hmm. 2020. We got him, um, Brian Johnson. Uh, he was he's our quarterbacks coach now. Came from Florida. Uh, Jamal Singleton. He was the running backs coach for the Bengals and the Colts. Um, Aaron Moorhead. He's staying. He's been there. Hopefully they can get these receivers right. He's a wide receivers coach. So uh, Jason Michael. Tight ends coach. Um, he worked with guys like uh, Jack Doyle. Um, he uh, coached him to his Pro Bowl season. So I'm, uh, that's actually a pretty legit hire because our tight ends need, definitely need to step up. Jeff, Jeff Statlin staying. Uh, Kevin uh, Patullo. Uh, this dude is the wide receivers coach from um, from Indianapolis. He's our passing game coordinator now. Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator. Um, he was uh, under McDaniels for a while. Um he was he attended college at Ohio State. Um, he was there for uh, for three years. Um, dude's a problem. Uh, Tracy Rocker, um, defensive line coach, um, who was on the Tennessee Titans staff for tw- in 2012, 20, uh, 2013. Um, he was a, a stud defensive tackle himself. Um, Wilson, defensive backs coach, came from. Uh, well, he has uh, he has history with the Bears, Washington football team. Uh, he played safety at Maryland for a while. Uh, he was a passing game coordinator and uh, D-backs coach for the Jets last year. And our uh, assistant def- uh, defensive backs coach is Jay Valai. And last but not least, uh, Michael Clay, special teams coordinator. Um, and he was the assistant special teams coach for the Niners last year. So, um, we're, I mean, it's definitely a, a changing of the guard and I'm interested to see what actually happens. Now, the last thing I'm going to say about my Eagles. So there have been players, um, that have come out from, and, and people coming out from the, um, Colts organization, uh, addressing the concerns about Sirianni and his leadership ability based on that first press conference. They're saying it's all nerves. He talks like that from time to time, um, because <laughs> he gets, and this is the, I'm, I'm, Legit saying this, this is exactly what came out. Like, he talks like that from time to time, but you cannot, based on that press conference, please don't question his leadership because there's a reason why they've been, he's part of the reason why they've been winning out there in Indianapolis. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we'll see if he's leader of men. Um, I like some of the changes that we've had, and we'll see what happens going forward. Okay, cool. Um, before we get into the Washington football news, so Mario did have a question for you, Mario from the Zoned In podcast. Yeah. Uh, so he says Todd, Todd McShay of ESPN has the Eagles selecting Jamar Chase in the first round. Now his question is: Is that their biggest need, or should they try to fill it elsewhere? I'll, I'm going to give you my opinion because that's what I do, but I'm going <laughs> to let you answer that first. So as an Eagles fan, absolutely. Um, there's just certain guys that are home runs, and you just don't you you can't whiff. We've whiffed on receivers for the past how many years? Quite a few. I'd say about a decade. So, um, or pretty close to it. Um, the, our last legit receiver was Jeremy Macklin um, that I can honestly remember that we drafted. 
I don't even think we drafted him. I think we pulled him from somewhere. So it's not even like Probably. we drafted him. So we're, yeah. we've been terrible for a while. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we're just bad at drafting receivers. Um, I mean, we drafted Deshaun Jackson. He was cool. But um, until he started getting hurt. So, I mean, like, back to my main point. Jamar Chase, have to take him. Uh, we need a deep threat. Um, we need a guy who can be a stable number one, uh, who is literally as advertised coming out of college. So I, I would definitely draft him um, at number six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um, like, I, me from the outside looking in, right, I can see you guys filling that linebacker spot. Uh, um, Parsons. Yeah. yeah. I could see maybe a D end. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I just I like sweat. it's hard to it's hard to say. It's hard to say that Jamar Chase is going to like change your franchise. You know what I mean? He's not going to change, but he's, he he damn sure is going to help. I feel <laughs> he needs yeah. to open the box for Miles Sanders. That's what we need. Yeah, well, and then <laughs> and then so to me, you almost look at it like you hope they get Wentz out of there. Yeah. And recoup something. And 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 let old boy play. Um Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And hope he can, you know, continue to develop to be able to get the ball to these guys. Right. Um right. but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, well, obviously being a divisional opponent, yeah. I mean, it's just somebody who's potentially going to be great that you're gonna have to worry about twice a year for a long time. But um yeah, I don't know. Just seeing seeing how and and to touch back on the Super Bowl, right? There's people who love to say uh, like these high-powered offenses win and this and that. That Tampa Bay defense Whew. put on a show. Whew. And Shout to Todd Bowles. me watching that game and watching what White did <laughs> it really really just solidified how much like Washington needs to shore up that linebacker position. Yeah. Um, so, and, and and then in your case, is like, your guys' linebackers are suspect. Trash. So, Trash. that's that's where I was thinking. But, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at, at, at a Jamar Chase. Like, if I was sitting at pick six and he was available and I took him. Um, so, again, another question. Um, who do you cut? Who do you waive? To make cap space, because y'all are in cap hell. Ooh, who do we cut? Can Quinto trade in there? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, cut, wave, trade, whatever. I, However, I you're going to free up the books. For me, you have to move on from Zach Ertz at this point. Yes. Um, you have to really start looking at where you. It's okay to get younger. Um, as in. Your offensive line, because we're starting to get old. Mm -hmm. Jason Peters. Um, <laughs> you also need to look at your secondary, and there's guys that you might want to move on from, um, even though um, they've they've. You're shown really up time supporting and time again. my argument for not taking Jamar Chase at number so, six. You just identified. I know all those but, spots. But it's like, I mean, that's I mean, I mean, you got McLeod that's coming back off an of injury. You have Jalen Mills. Those are guys you can you can you can work, but I mean, there's always restructuring. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, one thing you can give Howie Roseman credit for is his ability to restructure contracts and free agency. He just really sucks at drafting. He is he just they just need to put him 
in uh on an island somewhere and just and just and just get that man a TV and let him watch the draft and not do nothing right and let and let the real football aficionados and, and draft scouts you know make them calls because I can't I can't tell you how many times where I'm just sitting there disappointed and looking at the screen and thinking <laughs> okay we good we good okay Andre Dillard we straight we should yeah, no. Um, we we yeah, we just really need to move on from you know his ability to evaluate talent and just let the experts do it and trust your scouts. So, yeah, I feel you. All right, so let me get into this Washington football news. All right, so should Washington football team bring Cam Newton in as a backup or like a veteran starter? Um, <laughs> hell no, no. Um, hey man, I, I'm I'm good on Cam, like. Like I've been saying before, like Ron Ron Rivera's been our coach, like you know, announces our head coach since, um, like December. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Cam Newton was a free agent forever before mm. New England picked him up. Like if 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 Ron Rivera wanted him, I feel like he would have went and got him. Uh, even if he said, "Well, I'll let him get picked up somewhere else and see how he plays," because nobody's going to sign him for more than one year, so I'm going to see how he plays, and then I'm going to bring him in. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's a free agent and he's still good, Cam's arm was a dud. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> his—I mean, his legs were good. Like he was still able to run, but watching him throw, and I've always hated his throwing motion anyway. But it just looks worse. Mm. So, so to that question, no. I would love to keep Cam away from the Washington football team. I think they're going to go another route. I'd almost rather keep Alex Smith, to be honest with you. Um, you sure you don't over, want to run it back one, one time? No, I'm good. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, other news, Taylor Heineke signs a two-year extension worth 8.75 mil. Oh, that's so cool. I think he'll be a good backup but that kind of money with the two-year deal tells me ron rivera is serious about letting him truly compete oh for sure for a first i mean for uh to be a starter that also tells me i don't think they're gonna go out or excuse me trade way up to try to get a quarterback in the draft i think if somebody lands there that they like they'll take him um he earned it yeah no, no no for sure um i think the four and a half quarters that he played uh, Man, was, because was he came in Something special Yeah Because he came in against Carolina The last like nine minutes of the game uh-huh. I thought he played well And then he came in Obviously started the uh, postseason game Against Tampa Bay Now there's people are saying Like Washington is the only team that played uh, Tampa Bay Like they, they, they played them the toughest Out of um, the Saints The Packers And who the hell else did they beat Saints, Packers Oh god and then us, yeah. and then the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the Saints in the past, I was like, yeah, kill that noise. Like, we still lost, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, Jennifer King, she makes history, right? I really love what the NFL is, is trending towards, uh, or tr- like how the NFL is trending with female coaches. Oh, for sure. Um, so she becomes the first black woman to, be, to have a full-time coaching position in the NFL. So she's assistant... Um, uh, offensive assistant coach So that's good Now I really love what Bruce Arians is doing down there With all his coordinators are like black He's got females all over his staff I think that's awesome man that's and, then, and then they win the Super Bowl So that shows you Women can do it 
and people of color can do it. That's right. So I like I like the way he's trending. I love what Ron Rivera is doing here in Washington. Shout out to Jennifer King. It's well deserved. If you know anything about her, you follow like her story. Anything like she Good puts in the work. She busts her behind. Oh, for sure. And it's paying off. It's awesome that Ron Rivera sees that. How could you not? Um, so that's good. Now, Drew uh, Terrell was promoted to wide receivers coach, mm-hmm. and um, Jim Hostler was promoted to senior offensive assistant. Mm-hmm. I believe he was a wide receivers coach last year, mm-hmm. or like last season. So those are a couple little moves there. Facts. Um, but that's that's it. Other than that, I mean, it's pretty quiet. Like I said, several teams have inquired about Carson Wentz. So Washington was not one. So yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully they make that move before the well dries up. Um, <laughs> because it's, I mean, honestly, I'm 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 getting to the point where you like Howie. Yeah, you you made moves because you were pissed off and 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 you know got us to a Super Bowl with some of the roster moves you brought in. Um, but at the same time, that's over now, dude. You've, you've, I mean, we got, you got tickets to sell. You got a fan base to, 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 to literally appease and to, you know, get us excited about the next season. And right now we're kind of not, um, we got a, we got a stuttering head coach, not to knock anybody (laughs) out of stutters, but like, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, first impressions do have, you know, lasting effects, lasting effects. So, you, dog, like you gotta, you gotta tighten it up. Philly's gotta tighten it up. They got, they gotta figure out the quarterback situation. Um, even if you gotta trade Wentz for a ham sandwich and, <laughs> you know, in a in a sprite, we got, we gotta get something going. Anybody give him a sprite, you get a juice box. <laughs> you get an RC cola. But um, nah, but for like we, Philly's gotta figure it out. Um, last but not least, um, I would like to dedicate this episode to my grandmother. Um, she passed away. Um. What was it last week? Mm-hmm. Um, eighty-six years old. Um, matriarch of the family. Um, taught us a lot. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. So, um, her home going service is Saturday. I'll be there. But, um, you know, that's uh, Addie Mae Foster. You know, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace for sure, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough when you when you sent me sent me that text for sure. Um, we definitely been praying for you. and Keep mm-hmm. you guys in our prayers. Appreciate it. I always say it, and I'm gonna say it on the show. If there's anything you need, you let me know. I know oh, a lot sure. of people say that and they don't mean it, nah. uh, but I truly mean it, man. For sure, thank I you. I truly mean it. Uh, so this has been episode 59. This is. Eddie and Marcus is the yep. Average Sports Guys. It's the Average Sports Guys podcast. Be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Yep. Uh, be sure to check us out anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, social medias, man. We're yep. back on YouTube. Let's go. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Everything. We're out of here, man. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.